and welcome to episode 70 of Friends of the Show. I am Stephen W. Skinner, and this is my podcast where I chat with some of the people from the world. Hey, uh, been a while. I'm back with a banger. This week's friend is legendary Twitter user who has crafted some of the funniest tweets of all time. If you've listened to this podcast, it's likely you've heard one of his tweets selected and read as someone's favorite. I am talking about Brent. It's at Merman5. And I was so lucky to get the chance to talk to Brent about Twitter and whatever else I rambled on about. Uh, This is a very fun one, and it made me nostalgic for the old Twitter days. And I hope you like it, too. And so, yeah, we're back. Now, crank it up, and please enjoy Friends of the Show, Episode 70, with at Merman5. We back. What's good, my man? Good evening, Brent. How are you? Good, buddy. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing great. Very excited to do a podcast again. Yeah, so you took some time off, I saw that. Took a bunch of time off, uh, had a baby, and then... Oh, shit, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, we're in month 11 (laughs) of baby. (laughs) Yeah, that's why you're not doing the podcast. The timeline timeline has lined up with uh, elephant in the room, global pandemic, currently going on. It was like the first week... First weekend of like lockdown stuff. <laughs> was, yeah, you just yeah, my buddy did the same thing. He like had like their baby the first week of lockdown. <laughs> yeah, like oh shit. It was yeah, so it was like on Friday. It was so we were it was a planned thing, and we it was on Friday. It was all good to go. We did the tour, ready to go. Saturday they had changed a few things, but I was still good to go, like to go and stay there. And then on the Sunday when we did it. Uh, or the Monday when we did it, it was they locked it all down, so I had to leave <laughs> at oh, shit, really? seven o'clock. Yeah, so baby comes, we everything's good. We hang out for a few hours, and then it's like, oh yeah, visiting hours are over. <laughs> when normally yeah, uh, that doesn't, that's not a thing. So and then so apparently they had changed it. Uh, you know, like restrictions lifted midway, kind of thing, and then tightened down again. So I don't know what it is currently, but hopefully. Uh, the dads get to stay with their new new boards. Yeah, it's that pretty. Was tough. Like on the East Coast, we uh, um, I work in a hospital actually, and it's pretty loose now. Like you got two visitors now, and you're good. Yeah, that's perfect. I can actually hear birds in the background. You hear some birds? Yeah, I was wondering if you could hear that. I was like, oh, maybe the birds are too loud. Let me turn the birds down in the mix. Yeah, so welcome to the show, everyone. This is Brent at Merman Five, Legend of Twitter. Joke. Oh, we started. Okay, Legend cool. Weird Twitter. Yeah, this is the new chill uh, intro where we just get started, and then I hit you. Then I hit you with the uh, Then I hit you with uh, an intro. I'm like, oh yeah, it is biography. Is this? <laughs> this is where you know him from. It's obviously Twitter. He's Twitter. the guy with the uh, surfing. Surfing bear, shark, surfing shark bear. <laughs> yeah, that's that's close enough. Bear on shark. Bear on shark. That's the official title of the art. Mm-hmm. And um, that's, that's like, literally what I googled when I wanted a Twitter Abby. I'm like, I want a bear on a shark, and they're sure enough, boom, bear on a shark. I mean, that's great, right? So, bear on shark. It's a pretty uh, recognizable a uh, or picture there. So, and you haven't changed it. You just been stuck with that one. You're like, this no, is it? like I'm not the most technically, you know, right. adaptive person for this, but I wanted a bear on shark, and more the odds that Think. you get a bear on shark and you get that. Internet, so do your it. thing before internet, do your thing was a thing. <laughs> yeah, 2013, I think. Yeah, yeah, it tells you unfortunately when you <laughs> sign up on <laughs> yeah. your yeah, Twitter you homepage. Reminder that, that was like, oh, oh yeah, and the reminder. Mm-hmm. We I think we all just passed our 10 year or nearing on that. Yeah, for some of us older people who are on there for a long time. So yeah, that's a, it's been a long, been a long time. Yeah, in Twitter years, that's like twenty five years. In Twitter, yeah, it's centuries <laughs> internet time, especially in modern internet time where it's like for some reason it just kept getting cranked exponentially, like messed with time or whatever. Like the things where it used to be like the news cycle was like you know a week, and then it was like five days, and then it was like three days, and then it's like. Uh, a day that's like hours you're like wow yeah, like, that, all that stuff was yesterday yeah all of a sudden just traveled forward and had a twitter account they would die immediately yeah, yeah they wouldn't be able to handle it their no. their brain our brains have slowly adapted 
through email. I don't know if mine <laughs> notifications. Did yet, but... Well, in, if you wanted to or not, adapting it, uh, maybe not how you wanted yeah, it. Yeah, I have no choice in the matter. No choice. So you're on Twitter. So you were able to lock down that at Merman Five. Luckily, right? <laughs> yeah, and, and thank you for pronouncing it right. Everyone pronounces it Merman, and I'm like, ah, I don't like it. Oh, yeah, Merman Five. Merman Five. Yeah, because the extra R gives you that extra second. Now you have to say, man. Yeah, exactly. See, so you get it. I get it. Understand how Twitter <laughs> handles work. <laughs> I've been looking at this one for a long time. Um, and but, but but like that's it. Like your Twitter handle and your picture, a ton of stuff comes up when I Google it. But Google anything else, nothing else comes up. Just uh, did you mean Brent Moreman, Brent Burman, <laughs> Brent Thurman, Brent Turman? My name in high school was Merman, and um, apparently there was four other Mermans when I decided to make this account. So wow! So you five. really were like Merman? No, Merman one. <laughs> no, Merman no, my, too. My you were gonna ah. Uh, there we go. Five, okay. So I was like, yeah. Yes, it's Merman always good five. to have a number that you can go to. Uh, the thing a lot of people did was that when they first got their email was year of birth. A lot of that people was like uh, revealing some data right there. Oh, no, <laughs> so glad I didn't do that now. Yeah, I thought that was Merman. kind of a weird thing. Or like Star Sweet Angel eighty four or whatever. Like, oh, I know what eighty four is. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so you got that um, handle, you were able to upload the picture, no problem, got on Twitter, and you sent your first tweet. So what made you sign up? What made you want to do it? Um, I remember I used to work um, back shift when I worked at the hospital, or when I still do work at the hospital, we used to work back shift, and it used to be like super boring at night, and I was just like, I was just, I don't know what website I was on, but I think I saw a screenshot of uh, Dave Diddle's... Um, michelangelo tweet <laughs> yeah and I, with I, I, it, and I was like that that's hilarious and then i saw another one and i was like what is this and then i i think i was on twitter already i was just following like what people do they follow celebrities and sports and their athletes and stuff and uh, then i discovered this like joke side of twitter yeah and i remember i saw dave diddles to, like that michelangelo tweet that's hilarious and i'm like oh this is a whole thing like people do this they write jokes so i mean i think i followed um dave and then that led me to following bucky isotope mm-hmm. and then i was like hmm okay and then what i said i wrote a joke and i sent it to like i just at replied it to bucky yes like and then he retweeted it and i was like holy what 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 is it this? works this is cool this it works and then, uh, <laughs> so yeah, dave and bucky are to blame for all this that's awesome so you sent that tweet do you remember what tweet it was that you sent him um yeah, it was the very first tweet I wrote. It was, um, I forget how it's worded, but it's, like, based on, like, um, two friends spend the whole summer building this, like, canoe boat kind of thing. And they decide to name it at the very end. And it's a, on the count of three, shouted a name. And um, they go, one, two, three. And one said friendship. And the other guy said pussy slayer. And <laughs> <laughs> he retweeted it. And then I was like, okay, well, then I'm just, I'm kind of hooked to this. And then that's awesome. Just started writing jokes. <laughs> and since then you've written numerous of the all-time great jokes uh i've been doing oh, this i, I was it. doing this podcast for a few years uh and there was multiple times when your tweets were read and they were picked as like their favorite tweet ever uh and it came up quite often that brent tweets were sort of some of like the best just all-time ones and uh a quick google today had me L-O-L-ing, just yeah. looking at, I guess it just uh, everyone memes them, like screenshots them. That's the best way to <laughs> just Google at Merman5 images, and you can find out that on sizzle.com, the 25 plus memes about family uh, took took Brent's tweets. So they're all over the internet. Yeah, that stuff just is just totally beyond. It's mind-boggling how that exists because usually it's like Twitter's its own little bubble, and you just kind of put it to Twitter. And then, you're like when you actually Google shit, like I used to years ago, I Google stuff, and I'm like, oh my god, this is just insane. Like I, you see your tweets on like T-shirts and um, coffee mugs and stuff like that. It's just it's just insanity how far it reaches. Yeah, it's truly wild. And yeah, just um, stuff. yeah. So it spreads through the other areas of the internet the other tentacles uh reddit which has been in the news lately we're dating ourselves but we can touch on it reddit 
kind of messing in with Wall Street a little bit. The retail investors have bankrupted right. hedge funds. What do you think about it? Were you one of them? Did you get in on GameStop? No, I didn't. <laughs> that stuff just confuses me. I do ProLine and that stuff confuses me. Okay, yeah, got ProLine. We can get to that later. Super Bowl's coming up. So uh, the Reddit people, they invested in GameStop when the hedge funds were shorting it. Everyone obviously knows what I'm talking about because most of the internet last week was just explainers <laughs> explaining what happened. Yeah, and it's just that's like that's why I'm not active on Twitter as much anymore because it's just, it's changed. It literally, it go oh, it's changed so much. I mean, when I was in when I was super into it, like 2013 to 2015, it was literally all you did was like write jokes. Like there was like Obama was president. So no one was saying shit except for the the tan suit day. (laughs) There was no politics. It was literally just people writing jokes. It was was a different time. Yeah. It was like the golden age heyday of Twitter. It was super funny. And there's like, and the best thing about, I like about it is it's not the people that are paid to be funny. Like the directors, writers, actors actresses um they're not usually that funny on twitter like your funniest people on twitter is a guy that works at like you know the grocery store or a woman that works you know at a bank or whatever and that's what i like about it it's just real people just writing funny stuff yeah i was talking to my last guest about how it's just like well it's given the everyday people who are regularly funny but wouldn't like be doing comedy a chance to do comedy for people <laughs> like a big audience, maybe like just doing their stuff. That's really funny, but n- normally only their coworkers would see it. like before in the, if it was in the eighties or whatever, it would be like their coworkers and maybe their friends would know this person's yeah, hilarious. Like but now funny cousin, exactly. Yeah. Funny cousin or just like that guy who's funny, but you, you know, people say like, you should do stand up. And the guy's like, no, I would never do that. That's- Terrible. That'd be idea. awful. That's terrifying. People that get like a little bit of popular on Twitter, they decide to become stand up and they just go up there and try to read tweets. And it's always yeah. just. Ugh. And I think that's okay if that's like what you want to do first and you got diverted to Twitter sort of thing. And it's, it's, they're intertwined. Like you can hear your voice uh, on Twitter and it helps you to de- develop your joke writing and stuff. In that case, it's great because then yeah, like, like funny people are funny. Like, I and can't, I can't read it. I'm like, if I read a joke I wrote, it's it's like never funny because it's not funny you have to read it and you know it's funny then but people that twitter's like a brain disease and it gets into people's head they think <laughs> oh all of a sudden i'm you know i'm a stand-up comedian yes that is weird because you can't do the kind of jokes on twitter that you can do uh, uh doing stand-up and vice versa or like and there's different skills that go into each uh you know the way to manipulate language is shared but the way to present yourself on stage is different versus on twitter you don't have any of that there's no inflection there's no you know timing (laughs) yeah when you read something that's funny it's usually funny to you because you put yourself in that situation or it it strikes a, a chord with you or you've been in that situation before um, so that's what makes tweets funny. Um, stand-up comedians are funny because they're just funny people. They're great storytellers. They're, they can tell a story well. And that's the difference between writing jokes on Twitter and actually presenting jokes on the stage. Yeah, it's different because there there's no lo- long-form <laughs> comedy on Twitter, really. No, I can't be I can't be walking back and forth on the stage saying, like, asterisk. Yeah, exactly. Wakes wife up in the middle of the night, asterisk. You know, stuff like that. You can't do that. So I've done, uh, I did whatever, 50-something episodes, and I was reading tweets every single episode, Brent, and, you know, sometimes... It works. Like some jokes are a joke and it works. And then mm-hmm. a lot of time, if it's a Twitter joke, it is yeah. describing a setup, describing yeah. a protagonist, describing an event and an action. And then the punchline at the end. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like all like everything I write is basically all set up. So none of my shit's funny saying that. Yeah, a lot of it was. Yeah, a lot of your stuff is classic writing where you could just. But that's sort of what, like, I'm looking at that. I Googled the Dave tweet. Uh, yeah, of course I can paint your ceiling. Michelangelo scoffed to himself. Gonna paint a bunch of dudes with a dick outs on it, though. <laughs> yeah, but and then that joke, you could you could get away with that joke as a, like, telling as a stand-up. Like, you just have to set it up. Like, hey, I'm, you know, like, I bet yeah, you Michelangelo like, <laughs> was, you know, just like, yeah, sure, I can paint your ceiling. Yeah, I'd be yeah. like, uh, this is my Michelangelo. <laughs> but, like, well, like one of my popular tweets, like, I could never just go up and, like, Patrick Swayze, the Patrick Swayze joke. I could never say that on stage. It was so it hard. No yeah, it's so hard reading it. I did, it was um, Eddie's pick, you know, our, our friend Eddie from Congo. 
show. He was great uh, on the podcast. Everyone go check him out. Um, and he, his pick was the Swayze tweet, so I had to read it. <laughs> it's not good, right? It was very difficult to to portray and get it across. And then, yeah, it's, uh, it's a whole thing. It's all chopped up. It's chopped up. Good. There's multiple people that aren't addressed who they are. <laughs> I'm assuming one of the people is Brent, or the Brent character. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, yeah, I... <laughs> I'm the yeah, I'm the, the guy. In and you tweets. did you? Uh, you're conscious of that. You're like, I'm gonna make my guy a goof, like just like a weirdo. Yeah, like I'm I mean, fine, self-deprecating. Jokes are funny when they're genuine, and you can relate to them. And I'm a goof, so I just easily like I'll think of something, and I'm like, yeah, that's something I would do, and I would just write it out. That's, and that's the best. Funny, yeah. yeah. I think that's that's probably why it resonates with a lot of people because it's just like the right amount of silly where you're like, oh, that's Brent. Uh, especially yeah, after you goof, learn yeah. the voice and you learn how silly Brent can be or the the Brent character, especially after one beer. Yeah, exactly. Uh-oh. Do you know how? Yeah. Do you know? Yeah, I want to hear you say the lot, just the one rock. <laughs> uh oh, y'all! Getting kind of hazy. There we like, go. He knows he's a go. He knows he's a guy that, that was it. I didn't put the pause in between the y'all. That oh, yeah. I said it all as one line, but now yeah, that I, I hear was it, expecting him to to, to start rapping about Patrick Swayze. Exactly. I didn't realize it was two bars. It was one uh, one bar presented. Two bars presented as one. Uh oh, yeah, y'all. It's okay, getting kind of hazy. <laughs> Do you have with the next two lines? <laughs> no, no. People did. People took care of that. Oh the, yeah, yeah. Replies, I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah. frigging people in the replies. You have almost one hundred thousand Twitter followers mm-hmm. now, so you must have gotten your fair share and continue to this day to get your fair share of replies. How's that going um, for you? Are you fine with it now? Now they can you can stop that. <laughs> yeah, um, you've given uh, us the power. I've, I haven't tried it. Is like is dead compared to like compared to what it is now and i feel like a lot of twitter now is that there's a lot of people buying engagement and oh for uh, sure and twitter engagement actually engagement is down right like people who are actually using it is less and less like daily active oh, users sure, yeah. going I mean, through the only, floor there's only so many years you can read jokes about that we do so i guess well, if there's it's other new things to scroll through <clears throat> i.e tiktok i.e instagram reels the pivot, yeah, exactly. the pivot to video happened, and Twitter is sort of getting lost in the mix because, yeah, people can post TikToks to Twitter, and that's good. <laughs> but yeah, everybody the, wants to get like they want something at Twitter now. And yeah, that's, it's and, and, like there, I hate to be that guy like, oh, Twitter was so much better back than when I did it and all that, but um, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it yeah. was people like literally were like writing jokes, but no one got like. You didn't get a, like a, a TV deal, or you didn't become a stand-up comedian. You yeah, just when you jokes when you had your, a funny joke, you didn't uh, promote earbuds, and then the sticky stuff that you clean your keyboard with, and I don't know what else you can promote. But when people get viral, or your SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, and the, the the viral thing now, and like if you wrote like, a joke and it got like a hundred likes. In 2013, you were like, oh, my God, I'm going to, like, they're going to offer me to be the Tonight Show host. That's Living it up. Incredible. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> now it's like, oh, you get, like, a million likes. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, a, a million-like tweet. Uh, shout out Rudy Mustang, I guess, and others who get million-like tweets. Uh, that's It's it's nuts with the algorithm, right? Is that what happened, Brent? Um, I don't know what happened. I don't know the what algorithm. Happened. Twitter started. I don't know. It's, Twitter it's, started. Know stuff never happened when I was around doing the joke Fucking thing. Jack I think. It, in there. I think ever since like the DM rooms, um, oh. like, we get group chats. <laughs> DM like, rooms, yeah. Dropping tweets. And mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people buying like with alt accounts and buying. Like, I don't care. I don't know. I do whatever makes you feel good about yourself and write your joke. It's fine. I just back in my day, you got a hundred likes and you were you were happy. <laughs> yes, me too. I hundred likes was later on for me. I was first. My first bar was ten likes. I was like three hundred followers. If I get ten likes on a tweet, like that was good. Like that was a very strong showing for a tweet for those first like year or two years or whatever. Where I just had three hundred followers for like from the start to three years in, and then it finally started to go up, but. Uh, yeah, it took <laughs> three years of doing <laughs> super crap tweets. But then when I did that one with 10 likes, I'm like, okay, all right, that's a better one. Now you learn that that one's what, that's a bit better and you get a bit better. And then eventually you'll do a good one that you can send to Bucky Isotope. Yeah. He'll retweet. Just, yeah, Literally, just I did that exact same thing, Brent. 
That's insane. You have. I mean, I don't understand how people do it any other, any other way. <laughs> Listen, if you're serious going. about writing jokes on Twitter, and you don't finally write a good one and send it to Bucky Isotope, oh, you're doing so it wrong, mad. baby. He'd be so mad. I mean, and I'm sure he was so annoyed. <laughs> Eventually, yeah. he just followed me and like, hey, all right. And then we, we. He's a super nice man. I've known him for years. Now. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, so you've so you've become sort of pals and friends with all of these. Uh, high-flying Twitter superstars who are still killing at a high level. Bucky is one example. Who are some of the others? We should mention your podcast friend, Nate. Uh, yeah, I mean, geez, there's so many funny people that I talk to. I mean, to you could never name them all, but you no, had to just start that, naming them. Yeah, there's, oh, there's Bucky. There was uh, Nate, Keith. Uh, what's Joe talking about? Um, <laughs> yes. Corn and the Goblin, uh, Dave Diddle. Um, just you can just go on forever. You can go on forever. Uh, Lady Brosif, Jesus, we Lady Brosif podcast. Her, Nate, you, the Borderline Pod, everyone. I don't think it's available anymore, is it? Um, no, I got I get a bunch of messages about that. Yeah, it's like so not... I message Nate, and Nate's gonna put it back online. Thank no you, Nate. Know what it is, everyone, message <laughs> Nate. Just make sure he follows up on that if you want to hear Borderline Pod. I did listen to a few episodes, and it was great. I was back in my Twitter heyday, where I was like, "All right, these are the best." people on twitter what are they doing and the podcast was great that was yeah, when i was like about it. you had like we would get like the the biggest accounts at the time yeah. just come on and we would just play a stupid game and talk and it was just fun to get to know people that you know you read every day the best yeah so it's a way to humanize the, the uh, you know cartoon face account <laughs> yeah exactly You're like oh and then, but sometimes you would you, you you really like this account and you'd have them on. You're like, oh, this person's not. not yeah. <laughs> and that happens. Yeah, it happens for sure. And this, uh, that's a good way to do it. You got to meet the people to know the people. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, one way or another, you know, it's, uh, it's good or it's, it's not good. But, um, the, the top level, the cream of the crop, just hobnobbing it with the upper echelon, but there's no secret DM room between all of them, or there is, or it's like a te- it's like a text chain. It's offline. Um, <laughs> I'm personally in. Uh, <laughs> it's a group me text <laughs> of all things with and like just the old guys that yes. from like 2013 that started. Yeah, that's what I'm talking and about. We're just yeah, we we don't talk about tweets. The OG crew. Twitter. Yeah, we just talk about like kids just like is Brady gonna win another Super Bowl? And, yeah. Yeah, so none of that. Um, we like we didn't have D, we didn't have group DMs on Twitter when I was writing jokes all the time. We just, just you could only DM one person at a time. And then I didn't really think group DMs kind of changed Twitter for the worst. I mean, it made uh, it made picking on people a lot a lot easier too. Right. So, so there was cabals that were created. There was clicks that were easily oh, yeah, weaponized. Sure. Uh, I've seen it happen where these people weaponized their click. In terms of um, rating or reporting someone offline and getting these people getting like accounts suspended and banned, blocked, or whatever they do with their infamous back channel connections to Twitter, like uh, what? Don't don't do yeah. that. It, it's all very silly in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, I'm, like we're just trying I'm, to do even what I did. Like when I was everything I did is very silly overall. I mean, but people get a brain disease when it comes to Twitter, and it, be, it becomes their life. Yes, no, I slipped down that slope. Uh, it must have been 2013, 2014 when I was in a heavy starting to like accumulate uh, followers, doing a lot of tweets. Uh, I had thousands. Uh, after I like across the thousand followers, I'm like, okay, I'm doing it. I'm going to make it to my goal of 10,000 followers. I'm doing it. And then it was like way too intense where I was like, all right, so I can like, I'll follow back. I'll follow more people back. And then I'll, uh, all right, if I tweet more, uh, tweet at these times. Uh, and if I, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh no, chill out. Chill, 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 chill. You can't tweet at this time. It's like, yeah. oh, this is, it became too much. Or be like, if I tweet head and head. it doesn't get, if it doesn't get like five likes in five minutes, I got to delete it. And, uh, well, and that's the thing. Shame. I, I delete tweets. Yeah, and it's usually it's always tweets that I tweet and it's like no one touched it, yeah. and then I realize like okay, why am I gonna am I gonna keep this? I'm, I'm just gonna delete it, and it's not because it's not doing numbers. It's called it's shame. It's shame. It's, like, it's that this was burning not hot to me, but it doesn't translate to you, and I get it. I'm, it's gonna get yes. rid of it. Yeah, and I mean, see, that's the thing because even like the funniest people, this funniest stands ups, they have a ton of stuff that just doesn't work, and like you really don't 
always ever know like what's going to really resonate with a lot of people. And on some of the stuff like your radar is good, maybe 90% of the time, but there's that 10% where it's just like, whoa, that was a, just a huge swing and a miss. Just, it was funny yeah, to you. Yeah. Like, and, and it's shame. And yeah, it's the instant. I like, I feel it in my cheeks. Uh, my face goes flush. <laughs> it was like, yeah. I've, I've managed to get control of it uh, a lot better, but like physical response to like no response on social media after like posting something. It was like, okay. And it just like yeah. slowly builds until it hits that like 10 minute mark or whatever. And there's no, nothing on it. And we're just like, okay, just, just delete it. And I'll be yeah, okay. And there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. And it took me a while to, to get to that point where I'm like, ah, Whoops, nothing wrong with that. Swing and a miss. <laughs> on to the next one. Hopefully the next one is a healthy way to bunch do, up the line. do Twitter because people, you got, it becomes your personality and that's when it becomes trouble. Yeah, that's right. So I was crossing over to the dark side and then uh, I managed to toe the line and come back. It was dicey there for a while, Brent, but I made it out the other side. That's all that matters. I have a way better relationship with it now. Like I think it was like I decided to schedule my time with it like only do it on breaks kind of like i can only check uh, when i have my coffee in the morning and then like i have a spot in the afternoon like i only have like these 10 or 15 minute windows and i do not check outside those windows that really helped and then once i was better <laughs> that i could do it more there, yeah there becomes a time and this is for me anyway i just i'm just i'm not over it like you know it's yes. fine it's whatever yeah. you lose that you know everyone's on twitter for the exact same reason and if anybody that tells you different is lying to you or themselves everyone wants to be recognized as funny if you're writing jokes on twitter you want your tweets to do well you want recognition you want attention yes and when that becomes too much that's when you have problems you just become over it, and then you yeah. just use. I, I just go down Twitter in the mornings when I'm getting ready for work, and I look, I scroll really quick, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, same do your little check. Yeah, you <laughs> do your little check. That's the that's how it has changed for me too. So just like less of a serious relationship with it, more of a gentle, gentle check in. Oh and, yeah, and yeah. more like for check sure. in with the, my pals more than anything. Like keep in touch with them. Yeah, and you and you you develop these relationships with people. You be, I've become great friends with people. I mean, you know, I'm, I consider Nate one of my best friends in the world. And I've never met the man. And you never just, met Nate at the Nate Wolf. Never met. Never met Nate. Never wow. Met. We talk all the time. Yeah. We play all the time together, but we never met. That's crazy. That um, that this new thing, uh, the internet. Well, not new, but you know, in our lives, has happened and changed how people can connect. Where you have like this relationship, but you've never met. <laughs> Yeah, Nate's like a household name in my house. Like, yeah. my wife says Nate. My kids know Nate. And, you know, that's Nate. Awesome. And, but I've never met him. They all have little, like, wolf costumes they wear. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, so we should mention the Nate Wolf. One of the best. Another legendary top Twitter guy. Uh, funniest co- person I know in the world. Funniest person. He's one of the best. Um, <laughs> I have a, a funny story. I DM'd him. About, uh, a, uh, I was like, oh, I saw this sticker. It was like, do Nate blood. What is Nate blood? He's like, oh man, I have no idea. Dot, dot, dot. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> He's like, it was donate blood. So it just oh. took him a second because then you didn't see it. But then, so it was great because he replied <laughs> sincerely right away and then yeah. saw yeah, it after. <laughs> uh, so he like replied angrily after. That was one of my favorite like times <laughs> where I just thought of something really stupid. DM'd someone who I had never DM'd before, and that's what happened. It was great. That's the best way to meet people. Yeah. And uh, I think I have some what kind of mic you use. And I'm using that very mic right See, now. When I was doing my podcast prep, I'm like, oh, I'll ask a professional podcaster, Nate. Oh, yeah. Well, if you were around for any recordings, you could tell we weren't professional. <laughs> well, it was fun to listen to. Um, so hopefully you get those back up online, ASAP. Counting on you, Nate. Yeah, people. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a good, it's a good little uh, trip down memory lane with some of the the funnier accounts. Yeah, the funnier accounts of joke Twitter or weird Twitter, as it may have been classified yeah, at certain weird times. Twitter, yeah. 
different factions that people want to classify. You look and, at the, different... and that's, that's funny too, like how there's different like waves and generations. Of, the whole thing is just silly, but it's funny. It's all silly, but what? Yeah, it's now it's all different. It's spread apart, but it's hyper niche. The algorithm puts certain things up to everybody. And uh, yeah, nobody really knows how it works. I, I tried to think about it one day and my brain hurt. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't understand. Not worth I it. don't care. Tell us about yourself. You're from West Philadelphia, born and raised. I am on the east coast of Canada, um, like in the middle of the, in the Atlantic Ocean on a little island. Um, super remote. Um, not super remote, I should say that. We have TVs and shit like that, the internet. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, so I'm on the east coast of Canada. Yay. In Nova, Sco- in Nova Scotia. You're from uh, just a couple provinces over. Yeah, I'm so just over it. a little bit further west, but not too far west. Yeah, it's, it's weird because we don't have anything like we don't have any professional sports teams or anything like that. So we're out here kind of like just a little bit. <laughs> so what do you do for that? Did you pick who do you who did you pick? Who's your professional sports teams that you got? Uh, and that's so- the thing. And that's the thing because when you're not from an area with a professional sports team, you have there's you're more. I don't know if you're. I wouldn't say you were more of a diehard fan, but something happened where you started <laughs> supporting this team, so you can never go back on it because. That's yes. the reason you start liking them. So it's not like you were born into them. That's the thing. Um, you made the choice. It wasn't your. Yeah, like, it wasn't your location. Hockey, I'm a Montreal Canadiens fan. Okay. Um, and I remember I was watching them one day, and they beat Pittsburgh. I think like 11-3 when I was a kid. I'm like, well, obviously this is the best team, so I'm gonna <laughs> just support. And my father is a Chicago fan. And oh, he was like super disappointed. Wow. in Wow. Um, football. I was uh, a Miami Dolphin. I'm a Miami Dolphins fan because. Okay. In our area, our local CBS channel is the New England channel. <laughs> so the New England oh, okay. CBS, so they always showed Patriots game, but the Patriots sucked. Yeah, and but so the Patriots played the Dolphins twice a year in Dan Marino. So I picked the Dolphins to be my favorite team. Yeah, um, basketball. Growing up, I was a New York Knicks fan, and then the Raptors came, and I became a Raptors fan. Um, By default, all the Canadian people became Raptors fans. Yeah, I think that's normal. And yeah, then, um, I mean, I hope they did. What sport am I missing? I think that's it. Yeah, you got them. Um, Olympians. <laughs> that's great. Uh, yeah, those are a good choice. Um, I'm a Giants guy, but I can see the appeal of Dolphins, especially when you grow up with Marino, like heyday. <clears throat> yeah, and then I hate Dan Marino now. I think he's a he's a, a goofball. I don't like him, but whatever. Yeah, burn your isotoners. Yeah, I see that's an old school reference. No one's gonna get except for maybe. I like it, everybody. If you're old and you got that reference, (laughs) hit us up on Twitter. So yeah, yeah, out of there on the East Coast. So you're out there the whole time. Never. Um. Yeah, I've born and raised here. I mean, I I think I I moved um when I met my wife. We we moved in together and we moved about maybe 20 minutes from our hometown. (laughs) Nice. And that's as far as we go. And I love it here. I mean, it's beautiful. Like, yeah. Our island is like ranked as one of the most, you know, best vacation spots in the world, best island in the world and all that. Um, it's beautiful here and I'll never leave. I can't see me leaving, but there's not much to do here. Yeah. It's a different speed, different speed out there. Yeah. I, I spent some time. I spent like a, a almost two weeks in Toronto a couple of years ago and I was like, oh, Ooh, the hustle in the no. muscle. No, too much for me. Oh, too much hustle and bustle. It is too much hustle. Yeah, I just I didn't like it. There's always the hustle, and then you add the bustle, and you're like, ah, ah I can't do the. Is bustle. that worth it? It's like yeah, the hustle, hustle was enough, maybe. all right? Yeah, bustle is just seems like a little bit of overkill there. T dot a there GTA the mega city. That's a bit much, guys. Come on. I would like it for like concerts and sports and stuff, but now that I'm old, I'm like, yeah, I want to go out. Oh yeah, I guess soccer. Who's your MLS team? Is it the uh, no? I'm is not it the Montreal guy. Impact? Or no, they no. changed. They changed their name. Montreal changed their name. Yeah, they're... I know the Whitecaps. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, my Whitecaps, <clears throat> TFC, and uh, Montreal, which used to be the Montreal Impact, but now they're they're one of those like club Mon- club de Montreal football like letter clubs or whatever like yeah so i don't like that you're just you're basically just copying off the premier league yeah but also impact i mean like wouldn't you rather have like a cool classy like history historical football style but they're not a historical that's the thing though it's they're not right. a historical thing so but, that's, they're just proposing <laughs> yeah it's true yeah they should have invented their own thing 
something new that's like not a not a name. Impact is not a good name. Impact not a good name. Team. That's the problem. So like not something that's not impact, but something that's not. They should yeah it should have been a something super français. I'll tell you what I'm super into right now, and no one else is, is Formula <laughs> One racing. I love Formula One. F1 um, racing. I am so addicted to it. It's ridiculous. And it's the all big tires. The and bad. the pit crews. With the... <laughs> it's really bad. And I have no one to talk to. All my friends laugh at me. And, uh, watch this. <laughs> I, would be a, I would love to do that. <laughs> the pit crew? Yeah, pit crew. So much I, pressure I, for four seconds or whatever. I'll I'll watch from a distance. Just intense pressure, but for four seconds, and then you can chill. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. It's basically like, it's like four ready. seconds yeah. of work, or like you set yourself up, get your little station ready, get your tire ready where you could grab it smooth, and then go 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 go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're good. Ah, let's go have a go have a drink. I wish it was that easy. Yeah. <laughs> so F one racing, who's your who's who's on the scene now? Is there? It's like it's like teams, but it's also drivers, right? So it's like a team will yeah, have multiple drivers. Drivers, and it'd be, it's like it's like a like, soap opera. And if you watch Drive to Survive on Netflix, you'll become <laughs> addicted to. There we F1 go. Racing. That's how you got hooked. That's how I got hooked. Bad, yeah. So you learned all about the ins and outs of mm-hmm. it and that will hook you once you get and some, now i'm just casually not casually I'm <laughs> some serious yeah me. well that yeah you need to talk to someone's grandfather on like a sunday afternoon that's well the thing is on twitter i've like i started an f1 room i okay. have like a, a group <laughs> nice. dm with f1 people that's and great. they're all from like the uk and yeah the yeah yeah European, so. it's more of a European, the European sports scene is crazily different from the North American one. Like when you're like, oh, it's like they have all these like other sports that are super popular that aren't popular at all here. They're like front page news. They have their own channels. They have their own like teams and supporters. And it's a huge thing that goes on. And just in North America, we're just like, ah, whatever. It's <laughs> yep. like, yep. Exactly. Great. Cricket. What is that? You knock the, you knock the little, you knock the little sticks. Great. Can't understand it. Don't now understand give me some it. baseball. That's what I'm talking about. It takes 36 hours to play a game or something like that. It's just it's too much of a commitment. <laughs> yeah, it's three days. At least the baseball game's over in a few hours. Well, baseball's too long, too. <laughs> well, they've changed it, Brent. Have you watched it? <laughs> yeah. What do you think? You think they should long. do it? Yeah. It's still, it's, uh... I don't think there's any way to make it shorter. I like that they went to seven innings in some games. Yeah, but then like I'm not a purist, but then I'm like kind of like, yeah, right. it's got to be nine. Doesn't count. Doesn't, like, and that's the whole thing with the COVID situation, sports. <clears throat> I I always say none asterisk. of this counts. All asterisks. None of this counts. Raptors are still the champions. All asterisks. Raptors yeah, are still the I champions. Mean, the Raptors suck now, but they're playing the goddamn games in Florida. It's not fair. I mean, they're not playing home games. Their only advantage was that was their that only advantage. The twelfth man that was the Toronto Raptors fan base showing up at the game, and that was the, their big advantage. You had to go into a different country to play them, and everyone loved that team from that whole goddamn country. Yeah, and sometimes your guy couldn't cross the border to play, so mm-mm, sorry, Should've followed the rules. <laughs> yeah, it's nice, nice to be a fan. So, who's your top F one guy? Sebastian Vettel. I can't believe I, I managed this. <laughs> Start talking about F one. This is what I do with the sickness. I just wanted I to wrap it up, make sure we got all the F one stuff covered for your F one DM. You're like, oh, we talked about F one on this podcast. Yeah. Whenever it comes, out. you're like, oh uh, yeah, Sebastian Vettel, and he's my favorite. And I'm I'm a, I'm a sick person that pushes F one on people. Is he? Um, sounds like he's uh, sweet or um, he's Swiss German. Or? German, Swiss. Yeah. I was guessing Swiss as well. No, he's German and he's super dry and sarcastic. And he's he the second up. suggested Sebastian when I Google it. Who's number one? Sebastian Stan. Who the hell is Sebastian Stan? <laughs> I well, I'll tell you once I look at Vettel. Okay, I think Sebastian Stan is a actor. I think he might be from Glee. Uh, oh I don't no! Like that. He's an actor. Oh, he's from. Uh, he's a guy who's the Winter Soldier in the Marvel universe. Mm, don't know. Well, yeah, that's who he is. <laughs> so Should top number two, top Sebastian, Sebastian definitely. Was, I thought you were gonna say like Sebastian Bach. <laughs> Sebastian Bach. He was number three. Yeah, very close. Good row. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that's close enough. Yeah. He's the reason. And to bring it back full circle, Sebastian Bach is. 
the reason that uh, I wrote the Patrick Swayze joke. What? Yep. He was on Trailer Park Boys, and they had a whole thing about Patrick Swayze and the Swayze Express. <laughs> that's why I wrote That's it. awesome. That is there a that's a weird circle. fun coincidence. Full circle. The third suggested thing for Sebastian Bach under images is Trailer Park Boys. There you go. <laughs> There's a lot of uh, split shots with him and Trump. I wonder... Uh, if he's a Trumper or something. Or no, he came out against it, I guess. Good job, Sebastian Bach. Good to see all, all around the Sebastians are good people. The yeah. metal, Bach. And it doesn't matter movie. what your SEO is, if you're the first suggestion or not, or if, you know. But if you have a name like Sebastian, you want to be the number one. Yeah, if you have a specific name, <laughs> you're going to want to yeah increase that SEO. How, where's the crab at? How, how far down is he on the list? Mm. I don't think he even... I don't think he even rated. How? I can name like four Sebastians that I know, and he's one of them. But let's see it again. Now that I've, I think I've screwed it up now that I've Googled too many Sebastians. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm getting you're, ones you're for like French algorithm. rugby players, uh, French rally drivers, uh, French musicians. Uh, no, this is not working. <laughs> I've compromised my Google search. I've got to go back to my Brent merman five search because there were some of these <laughs> tweets what did you think of the we will we will miss you <laughs> um i would i don't know why i wrote that i think it was i think i saw i don't know why i wrote that i think it came on i think we will rock you came on like does your radio station <laughs> play like they can't play queen without playing we will rock you. We are the champions together. Yeah, they got to play it together. Why? They can't play. I that. That's what happened. I was I was watching my son's little little game in my car, and it came on, and um, Queen is my favorite band, and um, I was thinking about. I started listening to the song. I'm thinking about like his funeral and stuff when he died, and it was probably sad. And then I that song was playing. I was like, and I was like, we will. So the part that's missing is that it's Freddie Mercury's funeral. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's always stupid stories behind. Yeah, yeah, that's that's just what I was wondering about that because that one I hadn't seen that one before when I was looking, Brent, mm-hmm. and then I had seen it for the first time when I looked for it, and it was very funny, and I had to retweet. I went and it's retweeted a bunch of classic of, uh, ones yeah, that I saw because of the stupid why they play the We Will Rock You We Are the Champions. Together. Stupid radio DJs who just can't separate that. I, yeah, it comes together on the CD, and they just haven't ever figured out the but technology. The technology is there, separated, which <laughs> it is definitely is. It definitely is there. Been there, and especially the radio people had access to that before us, even for sure. Like we even like we got, we, like you had to play it on vinyl. You had to, like move the needle or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just read another one. And yeah, they all have the great setup. And some of it's between you and your wife, which is its own dynamic. But uh-huh. I guess a lot of it is on a date, too, where it's like um, adjusting paintball mask. It's too bad we aren't on the same team. <laughs> the date yeah. says, yeah. <laughs> That's true as well. Yeah. Uh, it's classic. I tried to talk my wife into going paintballing. And you don't go on the same team. That's awesome. Paintballing seems cool and fun as hell no. to actually do it. Oh, terrifying. <laughs> I've never been paintballing, but I was airsofting, which is much worse. <laughs> yeah, that's they, they don't break. It's like BBs, yeah. Shooting little plastic pellets. Uh the thing about doing like paintballs, like I never did it like at a like a licensed place. I just me and my friends all bought paintball guns and we played in like October and it was super cold. Gorilla. All, all the paintballs, like they just froze. So we just I got hit in the head and it didn't I was like, this is enough of this. Oof. Yeah. That's like, getting hit we by got shot, ice balls. We got shot so much but we were clean as hell. <laughs> the paintballs exploded. They just bounced off us. Oof. Paintball, yeah. Count me out. Yeah, I'm too old for that. We're too old for that crap. Um, so it was on a DM, uh, the other day and Mm -hmm. friend of the show, Travis Mm -hmm. drops in super excitedly DMing that he got that sweet, sweet Brent follow. (laughs) And it was just so fun to see, you know, when you're getting excited about that big follow, because I remember the same moment, got that sweet, sweet Merman five follow. And I believe I exclaimed, I was like, said something. I was like, Oh, what? Like I made a vocalization, which doesn't normally happen, but there was Mm -hmm. a few follow, you know, a few big follows were just like, Oh, like this person, like I've been following, I was following you since like 
I found out, <laughs> like basically, right? Since you sent your first tweet or to Bucky Isotope, like I've been knowing about uh, this classic Twitter uh, account. So it was very exciting for me too. And it was fun to get to share that excitement with Travis. Uh, so I told him that I was going to mention that on the podcast. And that was me mentioning it mentioning on the podcast. It. Well, Travis, I'm sorry it took me so long to follow you. That's all very flattering. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm. Well, you're only following, like, you're not following too many people, 600 or so. Uh, Yeah, and that was like a, that was a thing. That was like a thing back in the day. Like, you never, you didn't, you didn't follow a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Still a thing. John Stewart just joined. He's not following anybody. What a jerk. John Stewart didn't follow me, that bastard. Yeah, what a jerk. Uh, so yeah, John Stewart's already like on Twitter one week. I already messed up. He's probably paying for engagement and he's probably in like DM rooms and he's in the algorithm. <laughs> yes. He's definitely working the system, working the game. I bet someone is going to start reporting him. <laughs> yeah. Tweeting at peak hours. And he's got it all. His own tweet. Is that what you have to, yeah, you have to tweet at peak hours, reply to your own tweet, reply to everyone who replies to your tweet. Um, start a fight with copy, your, your, your alternate account on the, in the replies. Copy, share link. Copy, share link. <laughs> oh, wait, that's a TikTok thing. <laughs> uh, so TikTok, have you pivoted to video yet? When are you pivoting to video? Um, I'm not. I did Twitch. <laughs> I did Twitch for You did year. Twitch? So you were, were Twitch. you gaming? You were streaming? Here's the thing. I, I took a break from Twitter for a year. And I, the only reason I came back to Twitter is because I was, I had shoulder surgery. So I was off work for like eight months and I was bored. So I was like, I started watching Twitch streamers and then I'm like, I could do this. And then I realized very quickly that, oh, I would hate to be a Twitch streamer. Such a grind, right? It's a Uh, grind. It's horrible. (laughs) I don't like video games that much, but it was, I couldn't imagine. I like video games and I've, I just recently started to do a few Twitch streams where I was just like, didn't tell anybody about it. <laughs> just like, I'm just going to see yeah. what it is, like set it up kind of thing and do it or whatever. Be like, so I would just have to be not only like playing the video game, but like talking the whole time, like it's a mm-hmm. podcast. And then also like engaging with people in the chat, like looking over and keeping people going in the chat. Thanks for the subscribe, Jim4069. Love it. Thanks for the emote, Jan. Love to see you back here again, Jan. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, and, and I liked it for that because, like, I, had, that, I didn't have a lot of viewers, but I had like a small little group of people that always like consistently came. And then they started like giving me money, and I'm like, oh, now I gotta oh, do, yeah. like, keep it up. And I'm like, this is not, no, I yes. don't like this. Once you're, once you got subscribers who are invested, you yeah, you feel like you have to do it, hit and that then you schedule. have to like, be entertaining. And I'm like, I suck at video games, so they're not there for my skill. It's just, mm, yes, oh, you just, for your <laughs> sparkling personality. Maybe you'll drop a secret tweet that doesn't get tweeted, but you just say it. Yeah, and then they'll laugh. <laughs> then someone will post it on their own account. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I did Twitch. It was fun. It was good. Um, I'll, I, did, I never did Vine. I'll never do TikTok. I'd, I'll never do video stuff. Yeah, not going not gonna to pivot. No, I just do it. It's just, yeah. <laughs> Tweeting's easy. You just type it in and press this button. Yeah, and, and it's... I got to set it up. And, and uh, Brent, if that scratches your creative itch and that's all it takes, then there you go. Plus, yeah. learning a new thing. Ooh. <laughs> no, Especially if it's something like that where are over. TikTok's like, not only do you have to learn a new thing, you have to learn a new thing every single day <laughs> because it changes yeah, I, don't, I don't get it like my wife loves it and that's all i hear in the background it's, of my house all day yeah it's like bust oh, it no. bust yeah, it bust it, yeah. bust. <laughs> and then i couldn't be that guy that watches the busted videos all the time because then my wife's like what are you doing like, you're like one of those guys yeah record your girlfriend and play the sound yeah, bust no, i'll it. never be a tiktok bust person bust it it's interesting though Oh, it's great. I think it's great. I think it's, it's crazy hell, the um the hyper algorithmic nature of it where it's like, oh, you watched this video, like you let it play twice or three times, and now you'll only see a third of your videos will be this. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. And that's that's no good. <laughs> it's so hard <laughs> to yeah, like to find your own to, to like fix your algorithm. You watch one cooking video and the next thing you know, I'm getting like eighteen different ways to make eggs and it's like, okay, <laughs> Uh, it's nuts, and they're listening to us, Brent. I said that to my wife earlier. Like, I downloaded um, um, a spyware or a malware program for my laptop because it was just like kind of buggy. And then I had an advertisement on Facebook for that malware program. Like, that's mm-hmm. silly. Mm-hmm. 
that are that's listening. fine I, they can listen i don't i don't care. that's what i say i was like it's fine they can listen the advantage i get from everyone listening is better if i need to have toilet paper promoted to me in my feed then i will click that ad for toilet paper I think you know? I, i'm pivoting and now i find it useful you're right yes that's what i'm gonna do anytime I'm <laughs> thank you well big brother Thank I'm you for say, listening. Hey, oh God, I'm running out of flour. I have no flour. And exactly. Yeah. Just talk. Yeah. Just tell them the data that they want and they will give you what they want you it's to see. It's like a built in shopping list. That's how I'm going to shop from now on. The next time <laughs> I go to the grocery like, store, I'm just going to go through my yeah. Facebook and whatever is advertised for me, that's what I need. I'm going to buy. Oh, wow. Then you, the ads you will get, uh, I couldn't even imagine. They would start salivating. They'd be like, look at this click through rate. <laughs> that uh have you ever looked at any um statistics or metrics uh your your numbers must be pretty large uh with a large um, following no i don't oh I good don't yeah don't do it that. but no i've done it and it is interesting if you're interested in that kind of stuff because you're like okay it's about this this percent percentage of engagement is like a good tweet it'll be this or more and if it's like a picture tweet it'll automatically be 10 times more engagement, but less like likes I, unless it's a certain, you know, quality of joke. I think if that was around when I was like in 2013 to 15, when yeah. I was like super into writing jokes, I'd be looking at it. But now it's like, bleh, who cares? Exactly. Yeah. Who cares? And I'm also over the who cares. I'm at the who cares level. But Perfect. That's the healthiest spot to be on. It's the best. Yeah. It. The first time I went in was uh, this year just to check to see to like make a I do like a top 10 list at the end of the year just for my own mm-hmm. personal records and I can check it. Um, although recently I did the top tweets bot thing where yeah, you send it to the top tweets bot, you log into their website, upload your tweet.js file that you can download, and they will send you a list of all your top tweets. So it's like in order of retweeted. So th- that's nice to have that you can will, check. I, I will not be doing that, Stephen. I appreciate it, though. And for the listeners who are listening, <laughs> if you want to get your top tweets, because Favestar doesn't exist anymore, but... That kind of stuff was popular during the heyday. Ah, Favestar. That was a, a ghost in the past I haven't heard in a while. Yeah. Favestar, people people in the old DM room still rattle on about Favestar. It's oh, it's for sale. It. Brent, you could buy it. You could buy it. Someone bought me someone bought me like a six month uh subscription oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. to it. They g- it was, gifted it you was, it. It was handy for like retweeting people, but yeah, it's really handy for retweeting people. You could go to the Favestar page for that person, and it would immediately show you their top tweets. It would do the list for you of yeah, the, everybody. Cool. Yeah, I remember that was cool. For like free, Favestar. you could see like a, three or four of the best tweets, right? And whatever that, then it's like behind the paywall, you could check out the rest. Yeah. It's like that's I smart. I the subscription, like, I could see like pages. Yeah, and I tell you, that, it said like if you go to like page six. And you're still alive, and that's a really good account. Exactly. That's how used to judge, yeah. It was definitely worth it. I did the same thing. I got, well, I didn't get gifted it, but I was like, I'll play the game. <laughs> I'll do six <laughs> months of giving a trophy away for a tweet every single day. Oh, the trophy. <laughs> I forgot about the trophies. Yes, they, Buddy, that that's what I was paying for. I, I think I calculated. I was like, it's going to be about uh, this much for every trophy. So is that, <laughs> that's what so I like. I have to award these trophies because it's worth whatever, like 95 cents or whatever it was. It wasn't 95 yeah, cents. Yeah, I never gave, I, I gave trophies. I, but I, yeah, I always, would always forget. I forget if, exactly. Trophies. If you didn't give it, it was gone. Yeah, like you only yeah, get one per day. Uh, yeah, but I figured that's what you were paying for because you give the trophy, the person's like, wow, thanks for the trophy. Sometimes they would go and blow up your fave star, as it were. (laughs) (laughs) And buddy, that's what I was in it for. Also (sighs) the community building, but (laughs) a lot of it was the who blows up the most fave stars. Someone has to write a book on all the unwritten rules of, you know. You know, these perceived rules of Twitter. Like, yeah, I remember you get a trophy, and it was like the polite thing to do was go retweet them. Yeah, that's right. So I'm like, who follows the etiquette? Who is a good person? They'll follow back and they'll retweet at least one of my like decent top five star tweets. And you know what? (laughs) Transaction complete, folks. That's funny. Yeah, that's how it worked too. But uh, luckily, that doesn't exist anymore. So no, I want it back now. Just there's no need. Now. I think it would be hilarious to get a trophy now. Brent, I no, want the trophy. You back. know what, Brent? There actually has been accounts that have popped up as like coll- these DM collectives have solidified their power, uh, and they have these shared accounts. There is like um, like tweet of the day contest kind of thing, and they'll they'll give you like a fake 
like a fake trophy or like a reply saying you won a trophy and they'll put like a trophy emoji in a tweet and list Hell yeah, your I name, right? Someone give me a trophy. Someone submit Brent's tweets of these, the podcast to the, uh, <laughs> to the tweet of the yeah, day. I want trophies again. To the tweet of the month, Saturday tweet the contest. Only, the obscure gentlemen, um, the battles, they're fun. I like doing them. Yes. The, uh, for a penny, obscure yeah, for a I penny. Say, I always pronounce it wrong. Yeah. But that's that's what it is. Was James it? James does uh, does great stuff, and very sad to hear about his uh, brother who passed away. Terrible hearing about uh, his brother Aaron passed away. Um, everyone should still go check out the obscure gentleman uh, for sure. Um, all of the great stuff. Darren re, um, drew my Twitter um, Avi for uh, one of the battles, and it's so good. Really? Yeah, it's so good, and like t-shirts the hoodies were all wow that's awesome yeah they really had their whole empire like their merch empire and everything all set up it was really great man that's cool i i don't have anything cool i don't have any no one's done my thing (laughs) i thought about going to fiverr for the podcast being like yeah get someone to draw my little picture or whatever but I never did. But it would be great that's to have some cool sort of souvenir. That, that's like one of the, the reasons I kind of stuck around to it. Is like you got that those cool things that like you know normally wouldn't happen. I remember uh, when we were doing the podcast, we had our pictures put on a bottle of Jones soda and stuff like that. What? Cool. that yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, and like when people send you pictures of like, I remember there was one person that put their uh, one of my tweets on uh, ugly Christmas sweater. <laughs> uh, part of the rat and one of my tweets. I was like, that's cool. I like stuff like that. Yeah. That's what keeps me engaged in Twitter. That is the kind of stuff. So from your tenure on Twitter, what are some of those things that stick out? So Christmas sweater, obviously right up there. Has Twitter oh, ever right. itself ever asked you about tweets? Like I know some of my friends uh, on Twitter have gotten things from Twitter PR. Like we're going to use your tweet in like, ads in like the london no, subway think anything <laughs> like that it just what really is how it um like celebrities and stuff like that like you know yeah. i remember my, my co-worker was um her and her family were going to um la and i like i just dm'd andy richter i'm like hey can we get like t- tonight show tickets <laughs> and he's like yeah i'll set it up my assistant that's amazing I'm like, so i'm like i go to work i'm like yeah i just you're yeah. gonna get a you're gonna get a, an email yeah. from Andy Richter's assistant that dude, they got four tickets to the Tonight Show for it, and they're like, "What? What? It's wow. crazy!" And stuff like that is yeah. cool. Like, um, Flex your Twitter power. Um, what's that? Yeah, yeah, like using yeah your Twitter yeah connection. That's what I, I like like um, I remember I went to see uh, Lego Batman with my son a couple of years ago, and I I, I was sorry, I, I messaged Will Arnett. And he got on the phone. He was talking like Lego Batman from his song. <laughs> he just thought that was amazing. That is amazing. That is truly like um, yeah, next level like dad power. Is, is what's really cool. It's like just brings like I just um, my for another example is my um, my uncle. Um, my well, I should say my cousin's husband. He was just turned sixty a couple weeks ago, and I met. He's a big, huge hockey fan. So I messaged James Duthie. And he did a video for him and stuff like that. Like that it's like a free cool. cameo service. Yeah, basically what it is. <laughs> you've, yeah. you've, that uh, stuff is super cool to me. Yeah, you've set up your own free behind-the-scenes via Twitter cameo service <laughs> for your friends and yeah. family. And that is the best. Like, Yeah, that stuff is exactly what keeps you going. A little hit of a celebrity interaction, engagement, friendship will definitely keep me going back to Twitter. Like... One of my first 300 followers was Tom Cruise. That kind of got me hooked. Oh yeah, it was and stuff like that. When stuff like that happens, you're like, okay, this is okay, this is cool. It's cool. I mean, when it's and you can't like, it to oh, anybody else. Like, it, are, yeah, are well, I learned. <laughs> yeah, I learned early on that bragging about Twitter stuff to non-Twitter people is uh, an exercise in futility and embarrassing. <laughs> uh-huh. and they don't get it, and then when they do find out about your account, they're like, okay, well, what's something funny? Oh my Only God, yeah. And it's just embarrassing and it's not, it's not do it more like only those things where they see you're like oh yeah andy richter retweeted you like i now i think that's cool or i saw that uh yeah like this meme account that i follow posted one of your jokes now i think that's cool now i think you're good <laughs> like, yeah okay. I get that. You get now that i get it from co-workers they like send you screens they text you a screenshot yeah. of your tweet on like, the website i yeah. saw it on facebook it came up yeah. on my facebook we're like yeah. oh that was that was from like 2015 yeah no worries <laughs> that's that's old news don't worry about it yeah 
that one's already paid for itself. Yeah. On the meme circuit. How do you think I got that mouse down the driveway? Ooh, doggy. <laughs> zoom, zoom. <laughs> zoom, zoom. Did you just say zip of juice? Oh, zip of juice is the thing <laughs> that that's that's what I said one day. You said zip of juice? I think zip <laughs> is better than sip. You take a little zip of it. It definitely gives you a little zip, right? Yeah, depending on the juice. <laughs> Unfortunately, all the like my tweets are basically things I've said or thought of. So the Brent, <laughs> the Brent character. I wish he was a character, to be honest with you, because then I could I could separate myself from him. But that's just that's me. Well, it's so funny, Ed. A lot of this stuff, I just it was it was great looking at all your old tweets. Uh, <laughs> just keep it up. I'm glad that you came back to Twitter. Uh, I'm glad that you Appreciate burned it. out of Twitch and came back to us at Twitter. Yeah, a lot of people <laughs> are, I'm sure, the Twitch community. <laughs> and um, so we should shout out your Twitch. Uh, everyone give him a, a follow there no, on Twitch. <laughs> no. And so we're starting to wind her down. We've crossed mm-hmm. that magic hour mark, Brent, mm-hmm. and we're that starting to by. wind her down. And we got some questions. I don't get questions for the pod anymore. This is a new pod, Brent. This is a okay. new version. But I did want to get one question because... Oh. You asked one question to this person because I do the call for questions for this guest uh, for my podcast, uh, Friends of the Show podcast, Mm -hmm. and I got a DM from Brent with a question. It was very exciting to me. That was first uh, Brent reaching out to me via DM uh, to ask a question to this next question asker, which is, of course, Joe at What Joe Dog About. We should give her a quick shout out. One of the best. Like she, ever since I've had she's her on. literally the, one of the funniest people on there. She's so funny, writer. consistently funny. funny for so long. Uh, really. And also just like one of the nicest people. Every time I've communicated with her off through the back channels of the DMs. It's just like walk away feeling great. <laughs> you know, just like yeah, motivated, inspired. Cool. It's like for some reason, she's just like some sort of positivity. She, she got me into the battles and stuff. Okay, you're right. It was Joe. Mm-hmm. What's Joe? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's Joe? Is that what you call her? <laughs> that well, that's her. That's her new handle. Oh, what's Long Joe? Steven. Sorry, that, sorry, what's sorry, Joe? sorry. What's Joe? What's Joe? That's right. At what's Joe? I'm looking at the question right now. The question okay. from Joe. In Brent's shipwreck diary tweet on day one, he's fine and meets a crab. Day two, he marries the crab. And day mm-hmm. three, he eats his wife. Mm-hmm. On what day was the Grink there? <laughs> the, the, that's the hey. thing with the Grink. The Grink is always there. The Grink. Uh, we had a great time talking about the Grink on uh, her episode also. Uh, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and if a, you don't funny. know, everyone got to go. Just Google, just at Merman5 and Grink. <laughs> Let's see. It all ties together. It's a shipwreck tweet, and I'm on the island. And this, see, that's a continuation, Truly. a prequel of the Grink. Truly, the next tweet. level stuff from Joe. That's one of the great see? questions. See, that's why she's the best. She thinks she's the stuff. best. Truly amazing question. How would you t- ever tie those together? Only I never would. Joe. She would, though. And formulates such an amazing question. I had to ask it on Jealous of her brain. The pod. <laughs> Truly. A magnificent specimen of Twitter. Got to check her out at What's Joe. And check out her old episode if you want. Just It's a different handle, but it's the Hell same. Hell yeah, man. Get your plug in. Fun lady. Yeah, check out the old episode. And you got to be following her for great questions in the DM just like that. And I think I had one. There was another fun bonus question from Todd at the Todd Williams, the other friend of the show. And Todd asks... Ask about his tattoo of an elephant that wears pink sneakers. Oh, Todd. I still have that. Actually, I don't. He's going to have to send it to me because I had to wipe my phone because it got um, hacked the other day. Um, but, yeah, I got a tattoo of an elephant on my arm. And, <laughs> and uh, he was in a room, and I showed the picture, and he put little pink uh, um, sneakers on. And, unfortunately, oh. it, looked, it's, it flowed too well. It was perfect. Oh, was wow. Great. That's a classic Todd Photoshop where he'll mm-hmm. he's in a DM, he's just sneaking around, and then when it's the right moment, he'll Photoshop something hilarious. <laughs> I got him back though. I got him back. I remember I I, I got him close with a turkey joke, and I told him to look in the mirror or something. I remember it was something like that. So <laughs> nice. I got him back for him. He got him. <laughs> Sorry, Todd. He wins. Brent comes out on tap. 
All right. Well, I guess that's all the questions. So who do you like in the Super Bowl? Uh, Super Bowl, um, I'm not going to sit here and say anything other than Tom Brady is going to win. We're talking about the GOAT, TB12. <sighs> Kansas City's so good. Uh, but Kansas I mean, City's so good, but Bucks complete. Bucks look pretty complete right now. Yeah, well, I still think I still think Kansas City is just like a powerhouse. overall better team. Andy Reid and better coaching, yeah. better running. Um, Travis Kelsey, Kelsey, all time record breaker this year. But Tom Brady, man, he's just he's there for a reason. Tom Brady <laughs> wants it. He definitely wants it. Yeah, that's the thing. He, he wants got, it. Yeah, for sure. So I'm I'm picking the box in a close game. But I won't be surprised if Kansas City blows them out. There you go. You heard it here first from Brand at all your money. <laughs> Brand right five. Yep, definitely uh, pick, get it and get that juice running. Yeah. Bet more than you can afford. Yeah. Get, get a, a zip, zip of juice, juice running. down on the Buccaneers. <laughs> get a zip of juice down on the Bucks. Um, I guess that we don't really have time for the bird off. Um, There's, I'll have to come back on for the bird off. We'll have to come back on for the bird off where we. Just uh, play different bird sounds, and we have to guess what kind of bird it is. That was going to be our big. That was going to be the big bit. <laughs> and I, and I was just going to say warbler. So warbler. I, I had a list. I was going to say a color, an adjective, and the word warbler for every bird. Uh, like, damn, he knows his birds. Damn, he's got all the warblers. Yeah, there's yeah, uh, like yeah sylvid warblers. Warbler. You'd be like, damn, yeah, knows it. That's good. Yeah, I thought it'd be a lark, but uh, oh shit. There you go. Rent, what a way to wrap it up. I what wanted to, to thank you so much for coming on to the brand new pod. This, Thanks for having me on. This is... Well, I was the first person on the new one. Yeah, yeah, you're definitely one of the first people on the new one. <laughs> oh, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> definitely one of the Let first. Have it, Steven, yeah. No, I don't know. I, I, hey. Nothing's come out yet, Brent. We can shove the bird sounds on the, can... on the other, other side. Yeah. Yeah, oh. we got the bird sounds going. Uh, <laughs> and then now the the podcast uh, ends when I play the theme and we say our goodbyes. So, again, thank you, Brent. Everyone go check him out at Merman5 with uh, two R's. <clears throat> M-U-R-R-M-A-N. Five. Not Merman, Merman. And it's Merman. Get that mm-hmm. right. Well, thanks, Brent, and I'll see you on Twitter. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Well, that's it. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode with Brent. So great having him on, and so great having him back on Twitter. And everyone has to be following at Merman5 for some of the best jokes. And wow, so nice. Hey, maybe you're a new listener. Welcome. If so, you can check out all the past episodes at visit www.stevenwskitter.com or find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Spotify, Apodiplips. Remember, don't leave a rating and review. Check out all the new links in my link tree in my bio. It's a lot. Be sure to follow at FOTSPod on Twitter to find posts about the latest episodes. Be sure to follow me at ScannerSteven on Twitter. Please like and retweet. Thanks to Ruby Coast for the music. Thanks to Kyle I. Davidson for the theme. Thanks to me for bringing it back. Thanks to you so much for listening. I am Stephen W. Skinner. Have a great one. <laughs>